Hello and welcome to another edition of the Flag Hunters Golf Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Perryman. My co-host is moonlighting on the range somewhere in Singapore, teaching someone uh, most likely the lesson of their life. And Jason Tang, uh, one of the greats on the planet, happy to have him as my podcast and partner and and uh, brainstorming partner extraordinaire. Uh, but this week, I'm, I'm going solo with my man up in Seattle, Washington, Craig Foster. Craig has been on the podcast before. He is the inventor of Dynaline Golf, Dynaline putting system, the system that essentially takes the timing out of your stroke. Craig's story is unique, and for, uh, forgive me for those who have listened to him the first time for repeating his intro, uh, but it does bear repeating. Craig invented the system out of necessity. He struggled with the yips so bad that he was literally embarrassed to be around anybody with a putter in his hand. Sometimes her greatest struggles will bear uh, the, the the greatest fruits, if you will. In this case, uh, Craig did just that with his invention of the Dynaline system. And what it is in a nutshell, uh, as I already said before, and it does bear repeating, is it takes timing out of the stroke it's a very unique way to grip the club grip the putter uh it essentially more or less locks everything in to where your uh your alignments at address aren't going to change you get locked in as you approach the ball it's it's a system it is a methodology and then once you're up over the ball you can really trust that you're aligned correctly and you could trust your your feel for speed and and what you want to do with the putt and i find that extremely interesting and there's one other thing that is worth mentioning is it pairs really really well with the access putters and the access putters are completely face balanced i'm going to do a little bit of a deeper dive into the access putters but i do know that there's several guys on the pga tour that use them Justin Rose uh, being a notable user of it and being uh, up on top of the putting stats since he's acquired this unique putter. And with this system with Dynaline and the Axis putters, it, it really, you get locked in an address and uh, you're going to make a lot more putts. You know, it it's really makes sense to me and doesn't surprise me that it coincides with some of the training methodologies in the golf swing that I follow, particularly with with Brad Hughes and, and John Erickson uh, of the Advanced Ball Striking Umbrella, where we essentially work to take timing out of the golf swing. And as a practitioner of that the last three years, I can attest that it works. So this is going to get a legitimate shot for me uh, as a way to putt. It makes sense to me. It simplifies the whole machine, if you will. And go on and check out Craig Foster at DinoLineGolf.com. He is also on Instagram at DinoLine. And I will provide a code for those who are interested in Craig's system after hearing his thoughtful and well-researched methodology. Uh, in the show notes, I will put a code in the show notes for that. For those who are interested, I am giving it a full go. I look forward to learning this process and this methodology because, hey, when you're up over a putt and you know that you're locked in, you're locked into the line, you're locked into the speed, you're going to let the putt go. There's going to be a lot of freedom on the green, and that's what we're all striving for. The ability to, to get up to any putt, no matter what the circumstances, and to express that ultimate freedom, whether you make the putt or not. The two putting, my two putting heroes, Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods, they had it in spades. They just knew that uh, they were locked in an address and they can just go ahead and, and execute their will on the golf ball, whether the golf ball went in or not. But typically, it wasn't because of mental interference. And this physical step, these physical steps, in my opinion, really lead to less mental in interference when you're up over a ball and you're about to make a putt, particularly a putt that's meaningful in your mind. 
although we try to to not do that, but it's human nature. I mean, it's only natural. I think that we're going to attach some sort of meaning to a particular putt uh, or whatever it's for. But check out Craig at Dynaline, DynalineGolf.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Flag Hunters Golf Pod, all one word. And you're going to find Justin at Elite Golf Swing, easiest on Instagram. And check this out. I will leave, once again, I will leave a code in the show notes for those who are interested. And, and those who want to talk to me offline for anything, uh, including maybe an intro to Craig, if you're interested, I'm happy to facilitate that. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Hope your weekend last weekend was great. Uh, hats off to the European Ryder Cup team. They played brilliantly and won soundly. And as an American, I am a little bit bummed, but that is golf. And the Ryder Cup is one of the, if not the biggest stage in the world. So hats off to all of the those great players out there, the world's best. Tip uh, my cap to the European team and Luke Donald for such a great job and doing what they did. The golf course in Italy looked fantastic. And hopefully we can get them in, at home in a couple of years. Everybody, I hope you have a great week. Cheers. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Flag Hunters Golf Podcast. Um, after week one of the NFL season, cheers to everyone. I hope everyone had a great weekend, a great weekend of playing golf, great weekend of watching college football, NFL football. I hope your favorite teams won. I know mine did. Shout out to the San Francisco 49ers. And shout out to my guest who is making a second appearance on the podcast. His name is Craig Foster. He has a, invented a system called Dynaline Golf. And um, Dynaline Golf, yeah, Craig, how long have you been around for now? Well, I've been in the golf club business for 35 plus years. And um, this been working on Dynaline for uh, over 10 years. You know, it was uh, in 2011 when um, Steve Elkington used it on the PGA Tour. And that was his last full year on tour. Had two number one rankings in putting uh, in 2011. He had... 471 consecutive three-foot putts, 100%. He was number one. And then inside five feet, he was 585 for not 595, over 98% um, success. He was number one in two areas in, uh, in putting. And so, um, but since that time, he's retired now and people don't see Dynaline in, on TV. And that's part of the reason why this uh, is a little bit under the radar, uh, so um, uh, uh, that I keep working on it, keep um, uh, explaining the benefits of Dynaline, and so um, it just takes uh, it takes time. You know, it's uh, you're, we're like trying to turn around a battleship with uh, people's ideas about putting and putting alignment, and really uh, Dynaline. This system, it's dynamic pre-shot alignment, and it really is. Uh, different than uh, almost every tenant of the current uh, static alignment systems where you see players aiming their putter first and then taking their stance and finishing their grip. And you'll notice when they do that, they're very careful about completing their grip. Once they've lined up the club face on the line, then they're very careful about putting their hands on the club. They don't want to disturb anything. And uh, to me, that is just, uh, you know, you're going into motion. So Dyneline prepares us for motion. We aim the putter as the final step, uh, more like an archer. The archer doesn't aim the arrow until the bow is drawn and the system has been stabilized. And so Dyneline stabilizes the system and then we aim it, aim the putter as the final step. So uh, that's a big difference, but it's uh, uh, it, it, it's taken it's taking time for people to uh, see the difference because they just don't hear about Dynaline regularly. Well, as we were talking about earlier, Craig, um, what's really got my curiosity is the way that you grip the club and the way that you grip the club in the Dynaline system takes twitchy muscles 
out of the putting stroke, yet fundamentally and biomechanically, you have your hands sound on the putter grip that allows for perfect alignment as well as taking out these twitchy muscles. Let's let's talk about that. Explain that process because this is yes. really good. <laughs> well, uh, one of the tenets that you hear now is to take the uh, hands out of the putting stroke. And that's really just the opposite of what we do. Uh, your, your dominant hand is your most sensitive controller for force application. You know, we've thrown balls, tossed balls all of our life. And so with the Dyneline system, we're stabilizing the joints so that we've removed a lot of the range of motion. And your dominant hand is fully in play in the with with dine line so we have a a grip where we are uh right hand low uh trail hand low but you can use this with uh, a lead hand low if you like but kind of the main uh the thing that allows that is that we create a true pendulum with the lead arm and uh, with the grips the way people are gripping the putter with the thumbs down the top because the flat spots on the top except for the garson grips and the garson grips uh, encourage your thumbs to be on the side uh, of the grips and so what this is doing um, they talk people talk about pendulum strokes well if you're gripping the putter with your thumbs on the top you really have a compound pendulum you know pendulum is a pivot point and then a mass and so if you go from your lead shoulder so there's a pivot point there, then your humerus is a mass, then you have an elbow joint and radial ulnar joints uh, at the elbow, and then you have your forearm, so there's another pivot point and a mass, and then you have your wrist joint and then your hand, and so that's another pivot point and a mass. And if you're with the Dyneline system, we are stabilizing those, uh, the joint, the elbow joint, and then the radial ulnar joints in the forearms. I don't want to get too technical about this, but, and then the, uh, the uh, wrist joint uh, with our pre-shot routine. So our thumb goes more on the front side of the grip. So we are going to a soft end range of motion in the elbow joint, radial ulnar joints, and in the wrist joint. So we create a true pendulum from the shoulder, from the lead shoulder. So our arm and the putter are a single assemblage. And then we can power that with our dominant hand. We can regulate the power with our dominant hand, with our sensibility and the rest of the system. You know, we stabilize 12 of the 13 major joints from the ankles, knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, wrists, and then the radial ulnar joints. Uh, I just, once again, I don't want to get too technical about this, but that the, those are joints in your forearm uh, at the el elbow, near the elbow, and then near the wrist. And those, those joints control the pronation and supination, your uh, opening and closing uh, of the face angle. And Unless you have stabilized those joints, if your thumb's on the top, your lead thumb is on the top of the grip, you have about 90 degrees of potential motion, uh, both closing and opening. And so in putting, you're, you're not putting a lot of force generally in the stroke, but you can have slight amounts of motion in uh, bits of motion in these joints that can ruin your putting stroke, you know, one degree at 10 feet, degree and a half or something, and you're out. And so we stabilize those joints. And this is all during the pre-shot routine. Once again, this is dynamic pre-shot alignment, as opposed to static alignment of aiming your putter first and then connecting it to the chaos machine that we uh, call our body. So, uh, Well, that's, that's well, explained, well explained, Craig. Uh, how did you, how'd you come up with this system? <laughs> Good question. You know, um, the it was the uh, the adage um, necessity is the mother of invention. And since I was a passionate golfer, I was a single digit good good player. But uh, I developed uh, yips, uh, and I had had a uh, severe wrist injury on my uh, lead side at the end of the ulna bone. And I was out of golf for two years because I had tried to increase my distance uh, and 
I went to, I used end range motion, uh, hard end range motion. This was uh, a video from a world long drive champion showing his technique. And I tried it and it, uh, it just damaged the end of my uh, ulna bone. So, uh, and I had had, I'd been a mechanic, uh, auto mechanic, race car driver, worked on uh, race car engines, uh, had this experience of mechanics. And then I picked up a book that was, uh, it's an architecture book by a French architect uh, that is called uh, The Modular and is by uh, uh, Le Corbusier. Yeah, this, this is a, uh, it was a system to, in designing um, architecture so that it was more uh, adapted to humans, to the human, so uh, uh, human size and average size and everything. That was just part of um, uh, just a piece of the, uh, of the ignition for this system. And once I got the, uh, when I damaged my uh, wrist joint, I was seen by a hand specialist in Seattle. And I, I learned about the bones and the joint motion. And then uh, once I got, when I got the yips, I, all of this working on golf clubs, understanding face angles and my mechanical background, it just make really made sense to stabilize motion in the joints. And so I just developed this, uh, it was just kind of a, just a process of elimination. And I finally, it's a basic mechanical principle. Anytime you want machinery to move uh, consistently, you have to torque down the moving parts. And that's the front end of your car. You have to line the wheels so you're not continually adjusting the steering wheel just to drive straight. And that's essentially what we're doing. We're uh, adjusting our steering system during the pre-shot routine so that we can more easily, more comfortably drive straight and putt straight. You know, the, one of the great benefits of this system is that we can eliminate a lot of training aids and a lot of practice time. People, people uh, spend a lot of time working on start line, you know, getting that start line and hitting that start line. Well, with our system, we have really uh, uh, reduced the variables so much that we can be very confident in our start line so once we line up, we can really focus on distance control, which is a separate subject. You know, uh, line and distance are two separate subjects. And when you're over a, a difficult putt, and if you're really worried about the line, you may forget about the distance. Everyone's had the uh, experience. You know, you've got a tough breaking putt downhill left to right. And you for, you're so concerned about that line that you blow it way by or you leave it short. So we are confident in our start line. And so you need to, you know, green reading is certainly important. That's, that's something I don't do green reading. That's another subject. So, uh, but uh, I can get you uh, more consistency on, on hitting your start line. So you don't have to spend a lot of time practicing it. It really reduces the practice time. You know, people use a, a lot of training aids, the stick in the chest, you know, to keep things moving or braces on the wrist, uh, various, all various things don't need those at, at all anymore with this. So it, it just, uh, it, it checks a lot of boxes really. And I, and the proof is in uh, the couple of number one rankings on the PGA tour, you know, sure. We've got Craig Foster on the Flag Hunters Golf podcast of Dynaline. Craig, um, so basically what you're saying is how you really hold the golf club. You can get anatomically locked in there and talk about one of the things I really want to talk about. And people that struggle with putting can certainly identify with the alignment part. Um I mean, I don't know if there's anything worse than when you're up over a putt and then that last question to yourself is, <laughs> wonder if I'm aimed enough left here, uh, you know, or I just wonder if I'm aimed correctly at all. And that seems to be a pretty debilitating thought. This takes this. This eliminates that. Well, it makes it easier to diagnose your issues. You know, people have aim biases left and right. And so um, by stabilizing the stroke and getting this consistency in our start line, if you are missing consistently on to the right, it's very likely that's that may be a visual problem. 
and a line on the ball may help. Uh, or I, now I think that uh, seeing square off the club face is a learned skill. Um, I certainly didn't know what square off a club face was before I got into the golf business. I don't, I don't believe I really understood it, but since I work in golf clubs every day, the face angle and looking down at a face and seeing what square off the face was second nature to me. And, you know, in uh, vintage clubs, vintage putters rarely had lines on them for alignment. You know, players were able to see square off the face. Now they have, there's lots of lines on there to help you visually uh, see what is square. Um, but um, uh, so Dynaline just, uh, will really reduce those variables so that you can um, you can focus on your problem whatever if, if, if there is a visual problem you'll you'll likely find it yeah. you know and we also you know we create this very stable triangle that you can feel you know players are very concerned about feel in putting you know that is just uh, just topic number one you know I don't want to mess with my feel in putting well you know um, if your uh, feel can be a, uh, uh, it may be in your hands. And there are certainly putters, players that can, uh, Cam Smith, you know, just right by the book, nothing uh, unusual about his, uh, he's square setup. Uh, and he does everything that just looks very easy. Well, he's Cam Smith, you know, he has uh, certain uh, abilities, neurosensor, uh, sensory abilities that, uh, most players don't have that high level. And so um, uh, we can uh, give the uh, average player and then the good players can use this system uh, to their advantage by being able to use their natural ability with golf. You know, if you're a, a, a good player, scratch player, you have elevated levels of hand-eye coordination. So you can make uh, a lot of different putting strokes work uh, and they can work until they don't work. Um, but with Dynaline, uh, we get the, the machinery stabilized so that those uh, elevated levels of ability can really uh, well, can shine and you can use them to your advantage. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I can, I can really uh, visualize that up over a putt. And I know that if I'm secure out of the gate in my own system, that's just going to free my mind up. Big time. You know, if I if I intuitively know that things are correct, things are, you know, quote unquote, locked in. I don't really like to use that. But, you know, me personally, as being a decent putter, I like to feel things in my hands. And this certainly seems as if it wouldn't eliminate any of those feels. Yes. And and I don't I don't ever use the term locked out because there we're dealing with uh, soft end range motion in these uh, with these joints, not hard end range motion. That's mm -hmm. where you can uh, injure yourself. And so we uh, a soft end range motion is uh, stable without being dangerous. You have to be careful not to overdo this. But uh, um, there's there's really a lot of stability uh, available. How, how much uh, did, did elk, did Steve Elkington really grab, grab onto it immediately? Did it, what really? was his process? Uh, he's a quick study. You know, um, elk has been uh, with many of the greatest teachers, you know, and he's uh, advanced. He's a black belt in the uh, golfing machine studied yeah. with Ben Doyle for years. And yeah. he understands uh, his golf IQ is really, uh, really high. He understands the issues and he picked it up quite quickly. And uh, because it is, it's very logical, you know, this, it does help if uh, people are somewhat mechanically minded uh, because we do deal with biomechanical issues here, but in a, in a very straightforward way, but uh, yes, uh, uh, Elk had a, um, uh, a pretty quick study on this. And um, this was, you know, many years ago, he's retired. He's uh, still using Dynaline. In fact, he played Cyprus this last week. He had 30 on the back nine at Cyprus, including a 30 on 16 with uh, a hybrid. So, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty good, but people don't see that. Generally people don't see that stuff. <laughs> right. Well, that, I think that's interesting. And I think this, uh, 
could really help a lot of folks. There's there's a lot of good players, as we were talking about earlier, Craig. There's a lot of good players that I know of that are mediocre putters at best. Great ball strikers, great players, uh, but their putting is they have their good days. But more often than not, it's not a very good day with the putter in their hands. And it's sad um, because I was as I was talking about with uh, with a really good friend of mine the other day. And I don't want to come off as harsh, but I made a comment to him as if, you know, putting is a pretty small motion. There really is no excuse to have the intention to becoming a good putter. And in my opinion, and in my opinion, that can be trained. Being a good putter can be trained. It's not, you're not cursed. You're not cursed. No. Uh, And I I see it, you see it every week on TV where players and it's uh, during, it's crunch time when, when uh, Sunday afternoon and players get over the ball and they kind of look like human still life. You know, they'll, they're kind of frozen over the ball with that's with uh, static alignment with aiming the putter first. And then, and then they have to get into motion. Well, we're going to, we're going into motion. So let's get, ready for motion. You know, all sports have their ready position. You think of, you know, baseball, football, tennis, uh, basketball, everyone is in their position ready to move in the most advantageous way. And if you, uh, if you, if you're aiming the putter first and then building your stance around that, uh, then you're not really prepared to go into motion, you know, because uh, it just takes a very little bit of motion in your, uh, well, in the, in the hands, wrists, forearms, uh, elbows, especially these radial owner joints. You know, I just, I just don't hear people talking about those joints and I want to get, um, into the, into the jargon here, but, um, you know, it really helps if you understand the machinery. It's like you were saying, you know, the race car driver is a better driver if he understands how the engine is put together. Mm-hmm. And so, and this is it, it. It's 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 not a college course in chemistry or, or physics or anything. It's really it's really quite simple. You know, as Elk said, you know, people think may think this is complicated, but it's just a few moves. And once you get it, this you talk about feel and putting. Well, this creates a feeling at address that you have a very stable triangle, mm-hmm. and we feel that. Before we address the ball, we feel when we go through the pre-shot routine, we're stabilizing these joints. And then uh, when I make my practice strokes uh, next to the ball, I've already got my triangle stable and I can feel that it's just uh, it's all the way. uh, Well, we actually go from the ground up and we use an open stance because that is our torso is uh, torqued back up. clockwise against an open stance and that gives us stability from the legs for the torso and then we do have a little right side bend we're a little bit behind uh, our, our head is a little bit behind the ball we're in 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 certain ways um uh recall jack nicholas's putting setup where he's uh, a little behind the ball a little bit of an open stance that helps the view and so you know if you have a square stance your you know feet square square all the way up, you can be, it sounds good. It sounds, it's symmetrical, but, and you can certainly putt well that way until you don't, but that is the square setup is the most uh, vulnerable because that's where you have the most range of motion. And so we, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, just the opposite of that really. Um, so a lot of the things that you hear square setup and, while they can work and players can putt well, and you'll see it uh, on TV every week that some players are able to do that. Uh, but then it, uh, then you think about the good players. Now, the question that I, I, I always ask is, okay, this player can control the club face at 120 miles an hour. Okay. Uh, hits the fairway all the time. Have, they have trouble controlling the club face at three to four miles an hour. That just doesn't make sense. It's like the race car driver is fine on the track when he gets he's twenty driving twenty five around town. And he's running into curbs and things. Right. You know, 
just doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Well, uh, that's well said. And how much of that, uh, Craig, how much of what we're talking about has to do with the actual putter itself? Most putters today are they, and this is going to segue into in, into what I want to talk about next, but putters made today, do they promote a lot of face rotation, in your opinion, Craig? You know, it's funny when you see uh, putter fittings, I watch a lot of putter fittings and the the player has a choice between a face balanced putter and varying degrees of toe hang. And I almost never see the uh, torque free putters, uh, the access one putters on uh, in a putter fitting. And, you know, players, players say they like a, a putter because of its feel. Okay. You like the feel. Well, if you're if you're not using an Axis One putter, then you're feeling torque in that putter. Uh, the torque, is, you know, the face balance is a bit of a misnomer because we don't putt towards the sky. And when you put the face balance putter in playing position, that face gravity pulls on that center of gravity, which is offline with the center of the face and axis of the shaft. And so, part of what you feel when you pick up a putter. And you you swing it back and forth. You go, well, I like the feel of that. Well, part of the feel of that putter is torque, and that will that pulls the face open. So you just naturally will grip a little bit tighter to stop that from happening. So when you start gripping more firmly, then you're robbing yourself of your sense of distance control and your feel, your actual feel for force application. You know, if you're if you're tossing a ball to somebody, if you start squeezing it harder, it's it's more difficult to determine how hard you're going to throw that ball. So with uh, the torque three putters, the Axis one putters, they that face remains square. W- whatever move you put on your stroke, that face is not opening it, and gravity's not pulling out. And then in transition, the uh, gravity is pulling the face still pulling the face so you have to uh, uh, apply force to counteract that so that's part of the feel now with and with putters without torque in them the great advantage well two great advantages are that the face is not opening on you and you can have the lightest grip pressure for the best feel for distance you know you just have to hold the putter so that it's not falling out of your hand and and you're right uh well I'm right hand dominant so my right hand can remain completely relaxed during the putting stroke. uh, And I have so much stability from my lead side that um, I don't have to worry about that face opening. And then I can get the best distance distance control and direction from that type of putter. That sounds great. And Axis putters, they're not too well known. Who on tour are playing Axis putters these days? Well, Justin Rose has been using the Axis One uh, Rose model. Uh, I've got here. This is uh, the putter that he uses. He's used that for the last I don't know four, three, four years. Uh, had and the uh, rankings for the uh, year just came out. He has three number one rankings in putting. Um, his are distance rankings uh, over twenty feet. His his uh, make percentage is much higher. Uh, yeah, you know, he won Pebble Beach uh, this year with the with the Axis One putter. Um, it has wings on it. They have uh, different uh, shapes as well uh, for uh, if you like a mallet style, they have that. And um, so uh, there are visual uh, uh, aids on that alignment uh, options that you have. But uh, boy, he's been you know he's been one of the best putters out there for a long time using Axis One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Axis One is is not well known, and I think it's very interesting, Craig, because it, I I really truly as kind of a fan of putters. I'm a fan of putters as well, but I can't uh, identify torque or anything like that. My feel isn't that exquisite. But if there's a face that's naturally balanced and continues to remain square on its own, and then you add the Dynaline system into this very phenomenon, uh, that's pretty lethal combination. Yes, and uh, and you can certainly learn to feel torque in uh, in a second. Where if you just take 
your putters, one of your two putters, and just pick it up with your uh, with the fingers of your right hand. And when you pick it off the ground, you'll notice that that face wants to open to the right. It goes clockwise. Sure. Sure. And so that is the that is the torque. When I pick up the axis one putter, the face does not open. And so, uh, you know, these people have felt uh, torque for years with high M MOI putters and that they're used to that. And they just kind of, it's subconscious. They don't realize that that is torque that they're feeling. You know, part of the swing weight of a putter that you're feeling is torque. Uh, you sense it, uh, it's, it feels a little bit heavier than it actually is when you put it into motion because gravity that's interesting. is pulling on it. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's something that's not well. I guess it would be considered well known for the gearheads, but for somebody like myself who I pick up a putter and if it looks good to my eye and it feels good in my hands, uh, that's that's the that's <laughs> I mean that's the the simple way that I would identify a good putter. But I I'm just really intrigued by a putter by its very nature is going to stay square. I mean, for me personally, that would eliminate uh, a variable that I just wouldn't really care to think about, to be honest. Um, what's interesting, Craig, I want to ask you this question. When I'm putting well, I feel as if I'm hooking the ball. I'm hooking my putts. Is that Could that just be that I'm squaring up the putter via timing because it has more of a heel-weighted uh, tendency? And the face is opening and closing, and I'm just kind of squaring it up with my hands. Is that, I, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking out loud. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, they say Bobby Locke hooked his putts or felt like he was hooking his putts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bobby Locke, Bobby Locke used some uh, uh, soft end range motion in his putting. You know, his, he used an extremely closed stance. And then he took the putter very far inside and swung inside to out. And I think with – uh, you know, you're like a lot of good players. You have you have so much hand-eye coordination and ability that you can make that work. You and you can make that work. It can require a lot of maintenance. It can require a lot of practice. Uh, and um, so, it, you know, there are just you know a million different ways to putt. Um, uh, it this it does tax your system i think quite a bit you know you're say you're in, you got a, a tough match going on and you you have a, a a tough putt and you're really bearing down on this putt well you're you're using a lot of your mental energy and focus trying to control this very these variables and that you know that's going to uh take a toll on your uh, just your uh, your ability to maintain attention and uh, just your your inner resources kind of so um, so you certainly can put that way uh, but it it is more susceptible to failure uh, and that's why with with this system I find that you know I don't really I don't have to practice much at all uh, I'm not playing right now or I would be practicing more for sure. But I think, you know, the players put in lots of time on the practice screen uh, uh, trying to refine things and get things, get things stable. And then when you get out on the golf course, it's a whole new ball game. You know, um, uh, whatever you've been working on may, you know, you may be focusing on things, uh, trying to um, stabilize this and, you know, whatever your routine is. Um, but, you know, with with the dine line, we can really relieve you of a lot of that pressure uh you can have i think more confidence in hitting that start line and so it, it i think it really does free you up for sure yeah that it seems that seems totally seems to be the case i mean if i know intuitively like i mentioned before that i'm stable over the golf ball um that's going to free me up to really get centralized around the field of speed and when I'm putting well personally, that's all I've got in my head. Just feeling the speed. Just feeling the speed. And I, like anyone else, can go in streaks where it goes bad, too. And I start to question if I'm aligned right. Uh, I start to question myself over the ball, even if it's at a real, almost an in, in, in inaudible volume. 
And comparing that to somebody like a Cam Smith, for example, who's one of the great putters in the world, there's not much going on inside of his head. And I do know that he regularly maintains his putting stroke the, uh, with his coach. They use a mirror. They use some gate work, too, as far as from what I hear. And uh, But Cam Smith is also a bit of a uh, – I would consider him a bit of an outlier uh, compared to the rest of us normal folks because the guy has black belt and exquisite feel and sensitivity, and he's also one of the best green readers in the world. And that goes without saying. I mean, if I personally, if I knew that I had a system that would 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 keep me in certain parameters, uh, that's just going to give me permission, even on an unconscious level, to go out and just uh, to read the greens with, uh, with abandon and to really get the speed, focus on the speed. When I putt well, that's what I do. That's uh, you know, in, in fairness, it's few and far between. I can go weeks into these streaks and then some weeks where I can't hit the broad side of a bar. And that, to me, is very frustrating, especially when the putting stroke is yay big. I mean, people who are listening, just imagine how long a putting stroke is. Uh, it's not really going more than four feet on an insanely long putt. I mean, it's pretty short action. So it really does go back to what I'm saying. And, and I don't want to sound harsh, but it seems there's no excuse. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we figured out the golf swing at this point. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that we, I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to invent some uh, incredible uh, computer software program or gadget that's going to diagnose all of your swing uh, faults. But with putting, it's, it's just, I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. So it seems as if this system really does uh, provide some hope getting your hands anatomically correct on the club and having them in, in alignment with your body alignments. Um, how can, how can um, it now, now Craig, do you have a YouTube video or YouTube channel that people can plug into? How can people find this? Yes. Um, I'm my YouTube channel. I've made, I have 275 videos and counting on there. The best way is to go to my website, which is Dynaline golf. Dot com and it's d y n a l i g n golf.com and i do have a video ebook it's called the stroke of the future uh i didn't name that that was named by someone else uh, sounds arrogant but uh uh if they go on to that uh my website there's links to my uh, my link tree and i have and this as i say 275 videos short videos just describing the uh describing dynaline and then i putt with all kinds of putters i putt with uh i have my fred flintstone putter that's a piece of wood this uh just stick and then i have my my acid test putter that is uh bent in uh many directions uh and i can putt with that and then i putt with uh oh uh, say uh, i have a uh, an arm lock putter or it's, it's a long putter and I putt conventionally with that. And then I also, I putt righty lefty, uh, putt one armed each way. And I don't do anything left-handed, but I can putt left-handed one armed each way with nine line. And, uh, I'm not a trick shot artist. I don't, uh, uh I'm just a, I'm just an average, you know, average guy. And, but I can make all of these, use all of these put, putters, various putters, and still putt fine with them because uh, the system really stabilizes stuff, you know, and it just, you know, I think of the difference between the golf swing and the putting stroke, as, as Ben Hogan said, you know, these are really two separate games. One's played in the air, one's played on the ground. Yeah. And with the, the game played in the air, you need, your joints need that freedom to, to create power. Of course. And putting never had a person ask for uh to show them how to hit get more distance in their putting never <laughs> happened it's right. always direction so so we're just the opposite you know we we don't want this all this freedom in uh motion in the joints we have to be careful you know you can't overdo it you uh but uh you know we're bryson understands this stuff you know uh and his putting, his putting is actually the closest to Dynaline. Dynaline doesn't look 
like Bryson, but he understands end range motion and this concept. And Bryson's a pretty darn good putter. Sure. Um, you know, uh, and people will uh, uh, you know, say that, well, he's too mechanical. Well, to me, uh, we are a simpler, when we set up, we're a simpler machine. And so we're, we're less, we're not as mechanical uh, in putting. We are, we're, we have fewer moving parts. And so we are actually less mechanical, but, and Bryson understands all this stuff with the joints and the way it works. And so it's kind of, uh, uh, it's, that's the close one, but Dyneline is, Dyneline looks more normal. You know, there's, you can watch videos of uh, Elkington uh, on my on my YouTube channel, him using this in competition. And it doesn't really look like he's doing uh, anything really too different. This is you can once you understand this and get get in your reps and learning this system, it really becomes second nature. And you can be very stealth in the way you set up. Sure. You know, you're, it's going to be obvious that you're doing something before you line up the putter. But. Uh, you can't really see when I do it, you, you can watch my videos and and I'm doing the whole routine, but you really can't figure it out because uh, it's very it's quite subtle when I do it. Uh, so, you know, I think people people are very self-conscious about their setup and putting. I think that's I think that people want to look cool and look like they're under control when they're putting. So they'll, you know, aim the putter first and then step in and build their stance, you know. Uh, but to me, that's just telling me that they're they're uh uh they have a lot of loose ends there sure you know uh just justin tang uh my 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 brother over there in singapore we always preach uh you know function over form and people are so concerned a lot a lot with the uh the vanity aspects absolutely of, of what we're talking about and quite frankly i want to tell those who are concerned about that to take a picture of your scorecard after you implement something like this, and that's the ultimate vanity expression, right? If you go out and you and you play well and you and you score great, take a picture of your scorecard. Don't worry about what it looks like because function is uh, <laughs> that that trumps the vanity aspect of it for sure. Function over form is what Justin and I usually preach, and this sounds as if it got it's got it in spades, Craig and. Um, and also, too, for people that are curious in Axis One, and we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit more investigation into this into this uh, this particular putter. Uh, how can people find Axis One putters? It is AxisOneGolf.com. I believe that's what it is. I, okay, it's Axis and the letter and the number one. It's all one word. Axis One uh, Golf.com, and they can see uh, videos and the. Uh, the originator of Axis One is a uh, an industrial designer. He has many patents. He's to me, he's like a modern day Karsten Solheim. He works. He's, he has patents, uh, space shuttle things. Uh, this guy's uh, very knowledgeable. And to him, uh, he that's how he discovered this because he's aware of physics and aware of these uh, how gravity affects things. And so. Uh, uh, that's how this originated. It's, you know, it's not just, you know, these are, the putter is not a piece of jewelry. It's a tool. And I think people often go for the jewelry effect in a putter. You know, they're looking for colors and shapes and this, uh, you know, whatever meets their eye, but it, it, it's not a piece of jewelry. You know? No, no, it certainly isn't. In fact, if, uh, if anybody gets to see Ben Crenshaw's putters, I don't know if anybody ever gets to be around Ben. I have, fortunately, a few times. His putters look pretty beat up, but you're talking about one of the best putters of all time. So <laughs> just to echo that statement, you know, that it goes along with function over form. And uh, yeah, people are pretty into the jewelry aspect of it. We want to eliminate that for sure. You want to be a yeah. good putter? I would say everyone <laughs> go to Craig Foster's uh, Dynaline.com and check him out. Check out his videos. And also, too, uh, you're offering a little bit of a discount to those who listen to the podcast uh, and have access to your system. What What is that? What's a good code? Yes, we have, yes, we have a – it's Flag Hunters 10. That's uh, with the numbers one zero after Flag Hunters 
And that's a 10% off uh, uh, coupon for the video ebook, The Stroke of the Future. And you can just enter that uh, on, the, uh, on the ordering form there. And uh, so there's a little bit of a benefit there. And it's, it's not expensive anyway, so sure. it's a good deal. Okay. And in closing, Craig, do you work with people one-on-one as well? Yes, I, I do uh, personal uh, private lessons, a couple golf courses here. Then I do a lot of Zoom uh, lessons and then um, also do clinics. Uh, I've done clinics around the country where uh, go into a, a club and uh, work with members for a day or two. And uh, uh, so that's that's an option as well. Okay. Fantastic. Craig, I, I can't thank you enough uh, for coming on again. And uh, we appreciate it. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of folks out there that are going to discover you, discover the system, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be very appreciative that you well, came up with us. I, I have to thank you, Jesse. You just you know your uh, curiosity is uh, is the key here uh, because I think you recognize since you're a good player. You recognize what these issues can be and uh, what the what's out there already. So uh, that's uh, thanks to you for uh, recognizing that. Oh, of course, it's my pleasure. And I, and, and in closing, I just want to say something. Um, as somebody who's a big fan of putting, I'm a fan of green reading and all of that, all the good things around uh, the putting green. Is that if you know, I'm going to say this. It bears repeating one more time. Uh, we're eliminating range of motion with Dynaline, but we are uh, expressing ultimate freedom. Because if you know that you are anatomically correct over the golf ball, and you're, uh, you can really, that we, we eliminate freedom, the physical part of it for the most part, but mentally you gain so much more, so much more freedom. And beware of the putter that putts freely. That's what Cam Smith does. He puts very free mentally, and that's uh, that in, in and of itself is a superpower. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't. You know, they put very hesitantly. They put with a lot of fear. They're worried about things that are happening in the future. And if we can um, really submit uh, to a system like Dynaline, that can potentially eliminate a lot of those extracurricular bullshit that goes on inside <laughs> of our heads. <laughs> so thanks, Craig, for coming on, and I really appreciate it. Oh, 100%, Jesse.